Hey, we back. Oh yeah, we back. Let's go. Hey, 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 hey. You know who run this town? Not us. Nope. I don't even know who the mayor of Champagne is. Couldn't say. Well, couldn't tell you. I think it's Don Gerard. Is that right? Anyways, hello and welcome. Welcome back. Hello and welcome for the second go around. The second. What an amazing reception we had. Wow. You guys, the fans of the show, just wow. You guys mean everything to us. Super encouraging. Uh, Super encouraging. um, Super just delightful to hear that. Uh, wow, I, over a hundred, over a hundred listens, yes. over a hundred uh, ears turned to the to, to the ground to hear what we got going on. At least three or four was was me. Well, yeah, and I think like I think like ninety six for me. So not great. Not we have room to grow. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, we're gonna introduce our our guest. Uh, but he he requested that we do this little thing, so we're gonna do it together. <laughs> I I really didn't. All right, that. here you go. Go ahead, Ian. La. Just for the record, I did not request that. It sounded. It- it sounded pretty good, but it sounded pretty good. Yeah. If you're confused okay. by that, uh, maybe after our discussion with said guest. Uh, maybe you'll understand why why we did that. Uh, introducing the one, the only, Ian Kenneth Allender. Yeah, Using the middle name, wow. Using the middle name. No, it's, it's great to be here, guys. Thanks for having me. Oh, it is it is such a pleasure. All the way from Indiana. Name name the town. Portsville. Port no. Uh, uh, dar- Uplands. Yep, that, Upland. that was it. You got it. I anyway, was right there. He's yeah. not here very often. He's not here very often. So we had to slip him into the schedule. He's kind of like a rainbow while he was here. Um, <laughs> and we're he's glad to have rainbow. him. He's after after a, he gets here after a storm. He's an amazing man. Uh, I wish y'all could see his jawline. Oh, cheddar diamonds. <sighs> y'all are too wow, close. it's amazing. It's amazing. And have you seen seen this dude play? Have you seen him play? Play what? <laughs> sports. Oh yeah, yeah. Have Have you seen him play backgammon? Have you seen him play sports? Hey, yeah. I, I honestly play a little backgammon. So. Oh wow! He dabbles in everything. So. Dabbles in everything, is a master of a few things. Ian Allender. All right. Well, so tell us a little about yourself. Uh, who are you? What year in school are you? What are you pursuing in school? Where do you go to school? Uh, what are your deepest, darkest fears? You know, just the, the, the normal surface stuff. level okay. stuff, you know? Yeah, we can, we can start there for sure. Um, so, like I said, I'm Ian. Um, I am 20, 20 years old. I'm a junior at Taylor University, which Ooh. is in, as I said, Upland, Indiana. It's, the school is bigger than the town that it resides in. So, it is very small. It is very, um, not a lot to do there, got to admit. So anyways, I go to Taylor. I'm a business management major, major in business, basically. So take a lot of economics, stuff like that. 
funny fun stuff um i grew up here in champaign so i i went to high school here lived, lived here my entire 20 years before or 18 years before heading out to college so um my deepest darkest fears and maybe we'll, maybe we'll get into that a little bit later maybe we'll yeah see. maybe we'll maybe we'll touch we'll, on hold, that. we'll hold it off you know yeah. till later all right well why don't we start off with our first question uh Growing up, what was it like for you? How many siblings do you have? Yeah. Uh, what was what was it like in the Allender household growing up? Yeah. So, um, growing up, I had one sister. She's two years older than me. Um, name's Erica. But when I was in uh, middle school and high school, we adopted twice from China. Uh, so I have two other sisters. So I have three sisters in total. Um, they're from China. Like I said, and um, so yeah, there's a lot of a lot of estrogen going around in the Islander household. Yeah. But growing up, we um, I we had two cats and two dogs. Wow! So it was a busy place. Um, yeah, it was. We did a lot of traveling, uh, which was cool. So I got to see a lot of uh, cool places. We've been to uh, Yellowstone and Mount Rushmore and kind of that area up in the northwest ish the dakotas the dakotas yeah <laughs> up there in the yep. dakotas you yep, know exactly <laughs> um washington dc new york texas arizona what was your favorite place if you had to pick yeah what, what would you go back to if you had a choice right now if we were going to go on a trip just the three of us where in the united go? states i'd probably i'd want to go back to yellowstone um but i've been to ireland too um so Ooh, yeah. I'd, i definitely want to go back there it's it really beautiful i'd, there, I'd take so. you up on either of those it's, sure. it's awesome. So Yellowstone is just very, very natural, very beautiful. So yeah, it's it's a good time. Lots. Sure. Your, car, your car might get run into by a buffalo, but worth it. That's the the price you pay. That's why you get the buffalo insurance, right? It's because a you State never Farm. know. It, there was a commercial about that. That's what I'm saying, bro. There oh, was that commercial. Wow. I didn't even think about like that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, especially when a buffalo is running into your car. Yeah. Yeah. Especially then. Those guys are those guys are nice. They're on top of it. Those guys are great. Mm. I love them. Yeah. Uh so you guys traveled a lot. Yeah. You adopted two little girls from China. Yeah, and I went I went to China too. So the first so, time. So like go adopted, get them. So yeah. they they like sent you out for groceries and you came back with two No, I mean like we yeah, I went to China with my family. Oh, okay, to, cool. To yeah. Go. So, go get them. Yeah. Wow. How, how was China like? What was, what was Um like? it's definitely like a culture shock. Like they were, you know, in the markets and stuff, they'd have like just cats hanging, dead cats, just people would hanging. Buy. Wow. Yeah. <sighs> wow. Um, it's very just, every, you know, everyone had the, the masks, the face masks. Yeah. Um, a lot of pollution there. A lot of, yeah. So it was, it was definitely like, obviously anything, nothing I've ever been, been to or seen. So, um, the food is good. Good. It wasn't exactly what we have here as in like the Western Chinese, but it's still pretty good stuff. So like not Panda or like, no, it's not. None of that stuff. Not, not quite, but I actually didn't know you adopted. Your parents mm -hmm. adopted twice. I didn't know that. So growing up, was your family religious at all? Did you guys go to church? Yeah. Um, I grew up going to a Presbyterian church uh, for, yeah, I guess like most, most, most of the way through high school. Um, and that was, uh, I'm very thankful for like, I was able to grow up in like a religious household and a religious setting because I like, and I also went to a Christian high school. So 
or Christian school, like kindergarten through senior year. So I was, I was very like immersed in like the Bible and uh, knowledge about, um, just knowledge about the Bible and faith in God and stuff. So I was, I'm very thankful for like that, like foundation, just be able to, to know about, just know about the Bible, but also just know some, um, you know, the doctrines and stuff and the, and the beliefs and stuff. So I was very, I'm very like grateful to have that. Um, I think it's helped me a lot. Definitely like, um, you know, in my adult life and just being able to like have that knowledge and just be so sure and solid in that. So, um, I, I so we grew up and then I guess kind of senior, junior, senior year of high school, we went to, started going to a non-denominational church, but, um, uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of how we, I grew up and stuff. So. Wow, a Christian high school. Mm-hmm. Now I'm willing to bet. I'm willing to bet money. Uh, I don't have a lot of money, so let's just say I'm all in at this. Right. At wow. this point. That's probably. A good um, bet. That's probably the only bet that's going to be worth it. Uh, let's say I, I'm willing to. I'm willing to put all the money that most of our listeners uh, did not go to a Christian high school. Mm-hmm. So explain. Talk about that a little bit. Talk yeah. about what was it. What was it like going to, you know, there's all, there's this, um, there's this idea of what high school is like, right? you know, and we all kind of experience it. We all have our own different experience, but a Christian high school mm-hmm. where Christian values, uh, like I'm guessing they use scripture a lot. I mean, I had Bible class every, every year. So, wow. and I, and that was really cool. Um, sorry, finish your question. Off. Well, anyway, yeah, just go, go ahead and talk about it. Yeah. I mean, what, um, what, how, what was different? What was similar? What you know what may surprise people what yeah. may not surprise people well so the bible class i was talking about we we had like kind of like a different um i guess there's a different bible class every every year freshman sophomore and junior senior and so one year was kind of just like on other religions and stuff so we got to learn about kind of hinduism and and buddhism and so that was like really interesting and like eye-opening and helpful um and then just other stuff about kind of like the Old Testament and just kind of like the, there's one class just on like basically the story of the Bible and just like how um, the uh, Old Testament connects to the New Testament stuff. And so um, so those classes were definitely cool. Um, I think the most surprising thing people might find, um, I want you guys to, I want you guys to guess how many people were in my class. 65. I don't know the school size. 43. Okay. 32. Oh, so Dang. 32 people in my class. Yeah, I know. It's, it's hearing people like at Taylor and stuff kind of talk about like, oh, yeah, my class had like 300 people. And I just it's it's pretty mind boggling. And it, but it was cool. I liked it a lot because I, we were really close as a class and we were able to like share experiences together and stuff. And we went on a senior trip to Puerto Rico. Wow. Um, so that was that was really cool. And it just kind of allowed like closer relationships to be formed with, um, uh, between our, our classmates and stuff. So, um, but we didn't have, so not some other things, we didn't have a football team. Uh, so that's kind of the thing that's different from normal high school. Oh, okay. Um, but we had baseball, basketball, um, other sports like that. So that I played basketball and baseball all through high school and stuff. So that was a lot of fun. Were you a starter? I was. Wow. W- would you have played football if it was offered? I, I think I would have. I, I played like one year of kind of like a youth league in sixth grade and I liked it. Um, so I, I think I would have. I think I would have played. What what position did you play? I played defensive line. Oh, mm, so, really? Okay. Yeah. Wow, you would have been. Got after it. You would have been beefy. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would have in high school, but <laughs> yeah, you you would have been you would have been strong. I mean, you are strong, but you know what I mean. De- de- defensive yeah. linemen are wow, they're, they're bulky, beefy, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. So so obviously you uh you grew up in Champaign, yes. but uh talk a little bit how you got involved with the church here and like what was yeah kind of like a short conversion story. Sure. Um. So. At my high school in my in my class, um, Sally um, was in my class, and who was that? Sally's my girlfriend now, but she's also a sister here in the church and champ in the campus ministry. Um, but cool. so she, we went to high school together, school together um, through sixth grade, um, and she she kind of invited me out to church. And uh, basically, long story short, I I started studying the Bible, and uh, I, a lot of things. I guess I realized that. Um, I knew I knew a lot, like I had mentioned previously, about the Bible and about like knowledge of God and like just I knew I knew a lot about the Bible. But I think there's some things that were really eye opening, like personally for me and my character that I wasn't really following through on or or living out in my faith. And so I, th- that was kind of eye opening to me. I was like I was kind of going through the Bible and studying and stuff. And um, I guess it, it just it, yeah, it just made me see that there's some things in my life that needed to change and things that I wasn't really. I wasn't living to God's standard. And so um, November 7th, 2015, I was baptized. And Man. Um, Derek baptized me along with Mike Reynolds. Good gosh. Um, so Mike, good guy, that one. Mike Reynolds. Oh, Mike Reynolds. Can we, can we take a minute of silence? Maybe not a minute. How about three seconds? <laughs> three seconds. Three seconds, right? Ready? That's enough. Uh, gone um, but not forgotten. Yes. Uh, anyways. <laughs> Did he die? You said <laughs> you said 2015. Yeah, 2015. Yep. 2015. Wow. So pretty recent. So you're you've just kind of made your round at year two. Yep, year two. Oh, you're, so you're a little over two years old. Yeah, it, it seems a lot longer than that. Um, hmm. I I feel like just a lot of things just go. Uh, it makes it just seem like it's been longer. Yeah. It's like yeah. a lot of things just going on in life and stuff. Just like you've been through a lot. And, um, but I, I'm definitely like grateful for like all the experience that I've had in my short two years of being a disciple and stuff. Um, so it was definitely like, I, I mean, it's the best decision that I ever made. Like, Amen. um, I am so grateful for the kingdom and for, um, for, for God, just like allowing me to see like how my life needed to change. Cause I'd be, um, I think in a pretty bad place if I, if I wasn't, um, just, you know, knowing how I am and stuff. So yeah, sin, yeah. sin gets there, but yeah, you Jesus know, saves. I wanted to ask, so you, you grew up religious. Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that you grew up with maybe some doctrine, maybe some beliefs that weren't totally what the Bible taught? Yeah. Um, I guess the biggest one that I like spent the most time on like thinking about and like praying about was baptism um, and just kind of um, how that, in- that goes along with salvation and stuff. And so I think that was kind of and I never really heard, like even thought about baptism that way. I was baptized as a baby um, in the Presbyterian Church because they believe in infant baptism. Um, but I guess I never really looked into more of like. Yeah, I guess before I started studying the Bible, I, I didn't even really read my Bible, so I didn't even like know 
that was like one of the big things that like showed me that I, like, my life needed to change and stuff. But mm. um, I was just seeing like an acts and stuff, the importance of baptism and stuff and like how, uh, and I wasn't being, I wasn't uh, brought up being taught that baptism um, is not, ne- you know, necessary for salvation, forgiveness of sin, uh, gift of the Holy Spirit and stuff. And so, I mean, I, I feel like after kind of doing some research on my own and looking and just studying and uh, it was pretty clear, I felt like that baptism was a pretty integral part of um you know, salvation process and stuff and it's actually really interesting so I, I took a class this at taylor they have like a little j term um, period and so i took one of the it, that is a christian school also um but i took a one of my gen eds bible class it was called historic christian belief and it just kind of goes through like the the basic doctrines and, and tenets of the church and just like about a lot of different things just doctrine of god christ doctrine of the holy spirit about angels and demons just a lot of different topics and stuff and we talked about sacraments and so like a lot of the churches believe that baptism and Lord's Supper are like the two main sacraments that like um that we practice or like the church practices and stuff and and so we and we're kind of going through like the different views of baptism and stuff and like how some churches viewed you know as baptism like um baptismal regeneration and stuff and like how the forgiveness and sins and stuff and so actually as I was sitting in class one day Church of Christ got a little shout out from the professor. I was like, hey, there we go. Baptismal regeneration. Here we nice. go. Like, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, just getting a little representative representation there. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of like the biggest thing. I think that was different. Um, I was, I think that was incorrect kind of as growing up and stuff. But um, I think most of the things like that I grew up knowing and believing were pretty pretty true like yeah. they were right like i um and that's and that's the biggest thing that comes to my mind yeah so i bring that up uh really to kind of ask you know i think there are many times in our lives where we grew up believing a certain thing or uh we grew up thinking a certain way and uh then we get shown in the bible that wow like the way i'm living what i think isn't right um for a lot of people it's difficult to kind of like, you know get past that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people they they have a hard time reconciling that. I guess what what made it work in your mind? Like why did you end up changing what you believe? Sure. Um I think I think it just kind of got to a point where I was seeing what the Bible was saying and you know, any way that you could like try to justify it or reconcile it or um, kind of make excuses for like, you know, why baptism couldn't like be necessary or something like that. Like you you could, you can't like deny what the Bible actually does say. And so like, I guess I kind of got to a point where like it says this, that like that's it that point blank like that's it like it, it says it and this is what it happens and i don't i mean maybe even like you know you look at the the greek or like whatever it actually means and stuff but like i mean that's what it says like that's what it says to do about an x2 and stuff and i think like i was just like all right i'm gonna do it like that's what it says and so i think just getting to a, you know realizing that also the bible can't contradict itself and so if it says something about baptism in this place, but also about like, you know, faith saves and grace saves and, you know, Romans 10, those things both have to be true. And so, because the Bible can't, can't contradict itself. And so I guess just kind of, you know, trusting God too in that, but like, you know, his word is true and it's right. And so, you know, I'm, I'm going to believe what it says and, and do what it says because 
I trusted him, and I and I believe his word is true. Amen. Amen, man. It's a great uh, great mindset to have. And now you're here. And here I am. Almost here you are. Two and a half years later. I heard a a worldwide gasp of um, disappointment that you're you're actually not single. Worldwide gasp. Yeah. Worldwide. <laughs> I heard it here. Yeah. When when you said that's my girlfriend, it was like I was a little crushed, <clears throat> to be honest. Yeah, even though I, I mean, even though I knew. Um, yeah, it's just there's something about hearing it, you know. It just hurts a little bit more. It just is like it brings it out of the the thoughts and into the reality. But know? um, guys, I'm I'm sorry. I you know no, it's okay. But uh, yeah, just, I love you both. Yeah, just talk a little bit about uh Sally and yeah. uh, what you've learned by being in a a godly relationship. Yes. Um. So Sally and I have been dating um, for almost two years. February 27th will be two years. Um, and it's been awesome. So like I kind of mentioned briefly that we, we grew up together and we kind of, it's been really cool because we've known each other for so long. We've been able to kind of see, um, I mean, we know each other's characters really well and we've been able to see like how each other's grown and like really kind of conquered some sin and conquered those character things that have, you know, can hold you back and stuff. And so I think that's been like the coolest thing, like being in that relation, in a, I guess it's long distance too because I'm in school in Indiana, um, but it's been cool to like see each other um, grow and and really um, fight uh, for your faith, for our faith and stuff um, together, um, but also individually and stuff. So, and then also like on the uh, long distance part, it's been like it helps kind of just like make you focus on what's important because you don't, I mean, you don't have you don't you don't hang out every day you don't like see each other talk that as much as you'd like to and stuff so when you have like the time to talk like you have to like really talk about the important things and things that like oh quiet times and what you've been learning and stuff and, and just about you know catching up but so i've been really thankful for like that aspect of like the long distance part um but um being in a relationship too has just taught me a lot about um being selfless and serving and um I, I'm just really thankful for Sally and just her grace and how she's, um, I'm trying to think of what I want to say, um, just really been patient with me um, as I've like been going through a lot of things and just been working through a lot of things. And so she's been really awesome and um, she's great. Like I, I love her. I, I'm going to say that, but uh, she, she, um, but, um, yeah, so she's, she's awesome. And I, um, again, really thankful for all that she's done in my life and, um, how we've been able to just like teach each other. I think our personalities are super different too. So like, she's very much more like outgoing and, um, kind of a people person and stuff. And I'm, I, I think I myself is more like as an introvert and kind of reserved at times and stuff. Um, so like being our personalities just work and it's just so like, um, being able to learn from each other and just really um, point each other, point things out in each other's characters, and it's been yeah. it's just been a real blessing to uh, be able to go through that with her. Awesome. So you're going to school in another state, uh, but there's not a ministry there per se. So you're technically a part of our ministry, right? Yes. Which is, I guess, why you're on this podcast. Right. You know. Uh, how do you stay connected with everybody? Like, how, wh- wh- what is that like? What, 
what are the challenges? What are the, you kind of already talked, hit on some of the stuff, but uh, not just with Sally, but with, you know, yeah. something we do regularly is uh, we get discipling from people who are older in the faith. You know, we get kind of those mentor relationships and uh, it's great to have that. But when you're not in town uh, with those people, how do you make that happen? Yeah. Um, it's definitely these past couple of semesters, it's been more of a challenge, um, just schedules and stuff and, and, uh, you know, busyness, but I, I try to like make an effort to, um, you know, have just phone calls with the brothers back home and stuff. And, um, Josh and I, um, aim to call once a week and catch up and stuff. And, um, that's, that's awesome. And, um, and then I, call other brothers when I can. Like I, I know for me this semester, I want to do a better job of uh, making uh, like set times with a lot of the, the guys here and stuff. So, um, but I mean, on a re- pretty regular basis, I call um, my friend, Will from Cincinnati. He's, he's a great guy to, uh, to talk to and stuff. And just a lot of the other brothers around the Midwest and stuff and Champaign and uh, just make sure that I'm because I don't have the ministry there, just making sure that I am getting, you know, spiritually fed and spiritual, my needs are, my spiritual needs are being met and stuff just that I'm able to, um, cause it, it can be hard, uh, like being by yourself out there, it can be like really difficult and just, um, draining at times because people don't hold the same convictions as you and people don't, um, yeah, they don't live to the same standard that you do. And so, not me, not like that, not in a judgmental way, but just like, it's just a fact of life. And, um, so it's super important to have those, those phone calls and stuff and, uh, stay connected that way. And because I know I'll, I'll definitely stumble if I don't, <laughs> um, but it's been, I like, I love coming back and visiting and, um, you know, deep Friday devos are like, I, I look forward to the coming back for those like every time, like that's one of my favorite things I look forward to coming back for weekends and stuff. So. Nice. Yeah. Those are, it's always great to see you. I was, always great to see you. I was so happy today when I saw him. Uh, it just brightened up my day. Yeah. I was not expecting to see you. And yeah, here I, for, you are. I forgot to mention I was coming back this weekend. Sorry about that. It's fine. Hey, here you are. It yeah. was a pleasant surprise. It was like a rainbow after a oh, storm. You know, gosh. you never know if you're really going to see it or not. Right. But when you do, but it's when like, you do, it's like oh, that's wow. a rainbow. <laughs> yeah. That's the promise. To never flood the earth again. Okay, right. let's let's uh, take. <laughs> That's what Ian is like. <laughs> nope, n- I'm not. <laughs> oh man! Whenever I see him, I know that God's not. It's going to be okay. <laughs> I feel. I feel, I feel safe. safe. I got to yeah. be honest. I feel a little uncomfortable being uh, likened to God's promise. You feel a little comfortable. A little uncomfortable. Okay. Okay. But thanks. I mean, you got to be comfortable in your own skin. You yeah. And you have the skin of a rainbow. Okay. So. This is incredibly awkward <laughs> well you just gotta fight through it so you're out there yep. alone at taylor mm-hmm. you know but well not not alone i have some i have some good friends at taylor oh yeah, yeah yeah i mean i i especially in the last year and stuff i've really been um hanging out with a good group of guys and stuff there so awesome it's been like a blessing yeah that kind of ties into uh i think my next question like the the mission is still the same for you as it is for yeah anywhere else and so yeah, you, yeah you're you're the only quote unquote you know disciple uh on this campus you know? I, I don't i don't even like want to say that because i don't i don't know and like that 
people may share the same belief like about baptism and stuff like I don't know that and so I don't like I always think about oh man I'm the only disciple but that's I mean that's not true like there's a lot of people there that like hold incredibly strong convictions and hold incredibly strong beliefs about you know the word and God and stuff and so that's like um I've I've had a ton of great conversations with people like that and just being able to talk about um our convictions and stuff and so there's especially there's one guy on my floor his name is Ben that like I've gotten super close to and we I mean we just we just talk about super deep stuff all the time and like it's it's awesome so like I think like you were saying the mission the mission is still the same like finding out the people or seeking out the people that um you know need need help and need you know direction towards God and stuff and so I've been leading a Bible talk uh, the past semester and stuff. All right. Um, doing that on Tuesday nights and trying to get people to come out to that. So that's been good. And um, hopefully those turns into more studies and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I, I, to answer your question, like mission's definitely the same. That's awesome, man. I mean, that's, yeah, that's uh, us being here. We can uh, lean on each other, I think, just more readily. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes even with that kind of support from one another, it's hard for us to really um, make the mission a priority. Yeah. But dude, you're out there and you're, you're starting stuff, you're making stuff happen and it's awesome. Thanks. I appreciate that. It's, it's definitely not easy, but I know it's worth it. So yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's gotta be done. So it's gotta be done. God wants those people. Yeah. It's it's super encouraging. Like also to like people here, just like knowing that you're there. And like doing God's work, and like even though you're by yourself, you're still like, it's just inspiring to know that you're there by yourself and you're still faithful. You come back here and like, it's lit, but, <laughs> you know. Um, speaking of encouragement, uh, what is something that someone could do to encourage you? Like, what is something that you love when people do? And a secondary question: What is something that we could do from here to encourage you there? Wow. Um, I, yeah, I, I guess I really like, it just kind of depends on the day, honestly, but I'm like, some days I'm feeling like encouragement, like notes and something like that. Some days I'm feeling like a hug, you know, but, you never know. but I think like I do, I do enjoy getting notes. Like, I think that's, um, just being able to, I think the time, the time, putting the time in, to like to a note is like the most important part. I like I feel most encouraged by like someone sat down and like wrote that to, you know, specifically to encourage me. And like, that's, I think that's um, really something that like makes me feel good. Um, notes. Yeah. I'd say notes, <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to think what else, like other ways I could be encouraged. Um, man, I'm a pretty easygoing guy. So how would people go about sending you notes? Yeah, is there like a? I mean, like an address. Yeah, is there like oh. some we we or like a school address would be more applicable. Um, I like mean, you can form. you can send it like to me, but it it has to go to the yes the address here it comes. Uh, no address. Yeah, I don't know. If, I don't know if we should do that. You don't have to do an address. We don't have to do that. Well, we'll post it in the description of the. Perhaps <laughs> it doesn't really matter. <laughs> We will, we will talk about it. And we will get that out somehow. Sometime. <laughs> sometime. Somewhere. Uh, it's okay. But. If you want the address, go to 1509 West John That's Street. That's right. Where we will be distributing the address. Okay. At also, which, 
if you see Ian, give give him a card. Give him a card. Give, give him, him a hug. hug. Look at his J- jawline, beautiful face, oh, his beautiful jaw, and smile and say, "Dude, you're the you're my rainbow. greatest." Yes. Oh well, yeah, yeah, that too. Wow, yeah, yeah. So overwhelmed right now. I'm glad. I hope it's <laughs> I hope it's with encouragement I'm and not anything else. Uh, amen, man. Um, yeah, dude, it's been awesome having you on the show. Uh, it's been great just hearing about. Uh, things that you've had to overcome, things that you've done and uh, ways that you really had to, you know, kind of stand on your own. Uh, you're in a very unique case for a lot of, uh, a lot of reasons. Um, yeah. And that is not bad by any means. That's just, I think that just makes your story. Uh, it makes your story, your story. Uh, and it's something that we can all learn from. So I'm always encouraged, motivated when I hear your story, when I hear the things that you've had to do to, uh, you know, Become a disciple and stay a disciple, and uh, really stick to it. Um, yeah, thanks for saying that. That means a lot. It's uh, I, the one thing that keeps me going is just like I know it's worth it. So yeah, that's kind of and that's one of the goals of of this podcast is just hearing your story and everyone's story that we are going to interview, and it can be an encouragement and inspiring to other people that listen to it. Um, just hearing your story and other people's story in their in their campus ministry. Yeah. Why don't we uh, close on out? A little, a little harmony? A little, little Ian style, you know. Throw, throwback you to guys the beginning. Be me. <laughs> little, little, little Ian style. I'm so mad that you put this on me. All right, kick it off, bro. Kick it off. All right, here we go. <clears throat> La. I hope that sounds good. Yep. I hope so. Right. I don't know how well, it couldn't sound good, to be honest. But. Thank you for joining it's us. It's been real. On this uh, very not exciting weather-wise evening. Thanks uh, for listening to the podcast. I am your host, uh, Derek Schneider. I am your co-host, Andy Garcia. Wait, you're you're my co-host. You're not their co-host. <laughs> you're my you're co-host. right. I'm, I'm the co-host. I'm a host. I am a that. host. Yeah. Andy Garcia. No, but I'm the host. Right, I'm also the host. And I'm the guest, Ian. (laughs) (laughs) We'll figure this out later. Thanks for listening.